Good afternoon, Bucks County. I have a wonderful, wonderful guest today. I actually was contacted by, believe it or not, yes, Brittany Brown, Brit Around Town. She did it again. She's always, always somehow connected to me. So she was on my Instagram and she posted and tagged something and check this out. It's a, a contest um, at the Mishner Art Museum. And I was like, oh, okay. So I, I went ahead and shared it. And I, I went and looked at everything. I thought, you know what? It'd be great to have Mishner come on the podcast because of everything that's going on with the pandemic. They needed support. They need to get recognized because a lot of people, you know, they're not going out. They're not going out to the museum. I did not realize that they were even open at the time but they have been open since the summer. So I'm happy to bring in Mishner Art Museum from Bucks County, right here in Doylestown. Laura Turner-Igo, she is the curator of the American art here at Mishner Art Museum. She is coming on as my guest, and she will be talking about what's been going on in the museum, what they're doing to help people the programs, the exhibits, what they're doing right now, especially with um, things that have just closed in the recent days. So Pennsylvania has mandated a new restriction that the restaurants, any place that's um, supporting art shows, anything of that sort is closed. So the grocery stores, all those things are open but unfortunately, when it comes to art shows, music, concerts, anything of that sort, anything big in public, they closed everything down. So I'm happy to have Laura come on, talk about what they're doing there at the museum, a little bit about Mr. Mishner, and it will be wonderful to get caught up with her and have her on the show. So stand by. We will be bringing in Laura in just a few moments. Good day, Bucks County Bites. This is Martha, and we are here to bring you a very special episode. It is one of the loves of Doylestown, right here in Bucks County. We have this wonderful cultural district, and it's full of arts and so much love of all the people that once lived here long ago, and still do, but we have some wonderful history, and we have the Mishner Museum today. We bring to you Laura Igo, and she is this amazing person that I met kind of by accident due to Brittany Brown, Brit Around Town. She is the one that connected me and made me aware that you should have Mishner on your show. So I am bringing you today Laura from the Mishner Museum. So Laura, could you please introduce yourself? Give us a little background of who you are and how you came into being here in Bucks County and and being in charge of the Mishner of the exhibits. Sure. Uh, so first of all, thanks for having me on the show, Martha. This is very exciting. My first podcast. Ooh, that's even more um, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so I am the curator of American art at the Mishner Art Museum. And I've had this role since um, summer of 2019 when I first joined the museum. And for those of you who don't know what a curator is or does, um, basically, I am uh, the caretaker of the museum's collection of artwork. Um, I'm responsible for developing exhibitions, acquiring new work for the collection, 
and also researching and interpreting the collection for visitors. So you'll see me sometimes on programs for the Michener, both in person when we have those again in virtual, um, but I'm also mm-hmm. frequently working behind the scenes, preparing exhibitions and researching the collection. Wow, that is amazing. I, I do understand about it. I mean, a lot of people might not know what you do, but I actually was a curator at one time. Oh, so oh I wore, very cool. Yeah, I was at Moravian College. And one oh, of my nice. jobs I had there with Jan Sagan, she was um, part of the um, museum and historical part of it. And I ended up getting a job at the museum and I was a curator. It was really, really great. I loved it. I loved the art because that's one of the reasons I went to school the double yeah. major minor and in the arts and communication uh, education psychology so I really loved it and I still never ever gave up that that love of art and love of music so that's Great. why I'm excited to have you here because Great. you can Wonderful. tell us so much what's going on <laughs> in the museum and what mm-hmm. is not going on and tell mm-hmm. us about how this pandemic has really affected um, your situation uh, right here in Bucks right. County, and and you can talk about some of the um, maybe some of the con. I do you do have a contest coming up, so we can talk about that towards the end more. But go ahead mm-hmm. and tell me what you're doing right now. Now you were, from what I understand, you were open, mm-hmm. and nobody really we knew were. that, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we were always trying to get the word out, and we we okay. have been having visitors come through. But we've been open. So we were we opened um, July twentieth. After you know a prolonged closure um, since mid-March, like mm. most other businesses and um, cultural institutions in the area, and then we just um, closed. Our last day was Friday. Oh my gosh! Um, what date is that? The eleventh. Oh. Um, due to the new state restrictions, mm. um, which prohibit um, entertainment industries, which we're a part of. Any of that? Yeah. So, so, anything, yeah, yeah, so, so indoor dining. Yeah. And so we're closed until January 4th. And we hope that that will actually be the deadline. I don't I don't think it's going to be a prolonged closure like we saw right. over the spring and summer. I hope you're um, right. But we've been, I mean, even as we as we have been open, we've been operating very safely. I mean, I always tell people it's it's safer than going to a grocery store. You know, you don't <laughs> you don't touch you don't touch things at a museum. You know, you're at least you're not supposed right. to. At least not the art. Right. Um, and you, you, we, we haven't been having programs or large gatherings of people. We have time mm-hmm. ticketing in place. Everyone, staff and so visitors are required strict. to wear a mask. So it's it's a very safe experience. Yeah. Um, and most visitors that we have had come through have been have said that they feel very safe and have enjoyed the experience. I would feel safer at your museum than I would at any grocery store because, you know, everybody's touching everything. And people, people mm-hmm. aren't doing the six-foot distancing. They're just not doing it. But if you go right. into the museum, you have a time ticket, so mm-hmm. you're not around a ton of people. Everybody's keeping their distance, and you're keeping everything very well cleaned. So exactly. that makes me feel very comfortable. And I was about to come see you, oh, and yeah. then, then I find out that everything's closed <laughs> down again. And, and it's just horrible because you think about all these people trying to make it in business and trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And I know the museum will be there and I know it will always be there, but mm-hmm. it's just hard for people because what if they wanted to, you know, go see an exhibit and now they can't, but I guess you can right. now virtually. Do you have it set up yes. that you can see um, how many ones do you have available that they can visit instead? So of we it? do, yeah. we have web pages online for all our exhibitions. We don't have the full exhibitions okay. online. 
Um, but we have done a variety of virtual programs around almost every exhibition we have on view right now. And those programs can be accessed through our um, through our YouTube channel. So if you go oh, okay. onto YouTube and search the mentioner, you'll see a variety of, it's, it's a lot of, especially artist talks, because we have mostly contemporary shows up right now. So a lot of discussions with artists about their work, um, uh, that's on view right now at the Michener. So it's, it's actually, it's, it's a great, um, oh, that's great resource of material. Now that's exciting um, to yeah. know that you have that available because so many people think about the, the moms and the dads, and everybody that's home, the kids, you know, mm-hmm. they can have them go visit the museum, do a virtual situation, right. you know, versus going in, but I know it's different. It's not the same, but mm-hmm. we have to try and keep our sanity during this time. Yeah. And what way is to explore, explore the museum, explore our cultural district here in Doylestown in Bucks County. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to offer here. And I know and so since many, we're, yeah, yeah. yeah. And since we're, and since you mentioned kids, I also wanted to give a shout out to our education department, which is, has been offering some really wonderful virtual art, art classes for kids. And I can speak uh, from experience to how excellent they are because my, I have a uh, five-year-old daughter who's been taking some of okay. their kindergarten classes and they're really wonderful. So you get to pick up an art kit with a whole bunch of supplies and then um, the teachers lead virtual classes um, to create it like a different project every week. And there's another class coming up in January. Um, oh, so wow. I've already signed my daughter up for it and I hope others do too it's they're they're a lot of fun and they all the art classes are um based on works in our collection so they use an artwork as a starting point and talk about it and then um the kids make a work inspired by that that piece so it's kind of like you get a an art tour and a project all in one in one session Oh, that's great. I'll make sure that all these, you know, I will make sure all these links are in here because a lot of people might not be aware of it. And yeah. when they go ahead and listen to this, um, they're going to be, wow, I didn't know that they had any kind of program like that. And then they mm-hmm. can sign their kids. Their kids could be going to do this, especially mm-hmm. during um, whatever break they get. I'm not sure if you want to call it a break, um, but yeah. everybody's kind of living from home right now. And I guess exactly. they do need break from mom and dad or break from whatever it may be so they could do one of these classes. They do. Mom and dad need a break. So. Yes, they do. <laughs> the recent podcast I did was with an educator. She's mm-hmm. an educator, mom, a multitasker, and a woman who just is going in circles. And that's just one. So think about all the people out there that are dealing with um, being home and, and help, like helping their kids and then they have their students on top of it all. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot to juggle right now out here. Yeah, it certainly is. And As a how, working mother, I can attest to that. You can attest <laughs> to that. And so how have you, I know that you said you opened up in the summer. So during the mm-hmm. time you were down what were the things that you were able to do with the museum? Were you able to mm-hmm. go in and, and do work there? Were you able to work on some of the exhibits that needed to be ready for when you did open back up again? Yeah. So when we did shut down in mid-March, we were actually in the middle of installing um, one of our big temporary exhibitions that's up now um, called Rising Tides, Contemporary Art in the Ecology of Water. And that exhibition includes um, seven artists from the Bucks County and Philadelphia area, all women, 
um, who are interested in exploring issues of climate change and global warming in their work, and especially how it affects bodies of water, wow. both oceans and rivers and things like that. And um, the show um, celebrates the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, which you know happened in April. Mm -hmm. uh, so the show couldn't be open for that um, for that important anniversary. So what we what we ended up doing while we were closed, I mean, for a while, no one was really coming into the museum. Um, staff were all work, working remotely. Right. Um, we did we did do a big virtual program around uh, on Earth Day with some of the artists from Rising Tides, which was mm -hmm. really wonderful. And we actually um, out we sold out that event. We had over a hundred registrants, and this was in the early days of Zoom when we you know had <laughs> increased our our numbers, right. our audience numbers, and. But people were tuning in from across the country, which was really exciting. Oh, that's exciting. You um, have people from yeah. all over the country. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the benefit of, of virtual programs mm -hmm. is you can, you can, it doesn't, you don't have to physically be there. You mm -hmm. can listen or watch from anywhere. Oh, that's great. Um, and we, and we continue to do that. We did quite a few virtual programs around exhibitions that were, that were going, that we plan to open after mm -hmm. we re, when we reopened. Um, and then in the summer, we kind of buckled down and we started installing for rising tides um, and then we also took the time while we were closed to reinstall some of our permanent collection galleries um, especially our um, gallery of pennsylvania impressionism which mm. is uh, what the michners perhaps best it's very known big for. right right yeah and i sent you some images too of um oh i did get those one of those galleries mm -hmm. and yeah so we, so we rehung we hung up some new work we added um some label text that hadn't been there before and we also did that for our gallery of, um, you know, early and mid 20th century artists too. So we, we did some of that work as well and continued to, you know, things were continually shifting to while we were closed. So we had to re, we had to shift around our exhibition schedule and, you know, move some things around. We were going to have a show on Wharton Eshrick that was supposed to open um, this fall. So Wharton Eshrick is an important um, studio mm -hmm. craftsman um, made some amazing um, pieces of furniture um, in the 1930s and 40s. Mm -hmm. um, and we decided to move that show to fall of 2021 because we have a lot oh, of really so great loans it. coming in. Mm -hmm. And it, it just, we didn't want to have to open it and then have to close oh again. My gosh, and, you know, so, we, so we're much, hoping. So much work on your, on your end. Just think of how you <laughs> it have is, to. It is, it's a lot. Yeah, you have a to lot reschedule. of logistical. <laughs> it is, it's a laundries. lot. People don't think about mm -hmm. what it takes to you know, operate a museum and for what you do, you're responsible for so much there. And right. it's, a, it's a huge undertaking for what you do. Cause I remember the small museum we had and you're talking about missionary. He's, which is a huge, huge operation here in mm -hmm. Bucks County. In fact, why yeah. don't you um, tell a little people, like we have people from all over the world that do listen. We have a lot mm -hmm. of people in Europe. And we have France Great. and Italy and Germany and Ireland. There's just all over. A lot of here mm -hmm. in the United States on the West Coast. But tell people that might not know who the missioner is, like mm -hmm. who they like, who was Mr. Missioner? That's the, the right. key. Like, yeah, where did where did he come from, and what was his goal? You know, where did it all start? Well, um, so James Michener, who is our namesake of the museum, uh, is an important novelist, perhaps best known for um, South, his, his work about the South Pacific. Um, but he's written, you know, novels about places all over the world. 
Um, and he's important to our founding because, um, well, he, he contributed financially and he also set up this really interesting um, challenge gift when we were first uh, starting out, which some people mm-hmm. might not know as much about. So um, in 1992, and this is when we were you know, very young, we first opened, the Michener first opened as a museum in 1988. But in 1992, James Michener, he he pledged half a million dollars to the museum if the community donated 45 museum quality works to the collection. Okay. Um, And they set up external reviewers to, you know, review all the work that came in. And so the museum went and put out advertisements in local newspapers, you know, for this call saying like, you know, check out your attics and see what you have. (laughs) And (laughs) these are the artists we're looking for. And the museum ended up receiving 189 works. Oh in this my gosh! Challenge grant. Yeah, and this and this many of these works um, form kind of the core of our collection right now. Oh, that's um, interesting. And so Michener, and he wasn't art collector himself. He actually he mainly connect, collected modern art. Um, but uh, yeah, so he was always interested in the arts. Um, he agreed that the area needed an art museum and so that's that's why we're named after him um and actually if you do you know visit the museum we have uh his office kind of preserved in one section of the museum so you can you know i did look at some of his personal effects very Mm -hmm. interesting and the man was very interesting even from a very young age because one of the things i remember studying him i studied him in school he actually Mm -hmm. hitchhiked i mean this is back in the day you know, in hitchhiking, you wouldn't do that today, but back in the 30s, yeah, it's something you did, 30s, 40s. Mm-hmm. So he hitchhiked all over the country and all over the world. Yeah. And that's one of the things that drove him to write, I believe, South Pacific, because he visited so many islands and so many places. And he just had this gift of travel and people and writing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's interesting how, you know, he developed at a very young age and he started to do this and, you know, become right. this this wonderful author with so many books. And mm-hmm. he, he was he gifted lots of money to many places. So Yeah. yeah. And he's a, he's very much a local figure too. I mean I've I've met many people who knew him or had some interaction with him and you know, it's he he was he was beloved um, in the community. Mm, yes, he is. He's he, he actually yeah. had a lot of, I believe he had a lot of homes here in Doylestown. He had numerous um, homes. He lived in different areas, I guess, of Doylestown. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah, so have, we're, I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, Sorry. did he have a connection with Pearl Buck at all of any sort? That, that I'm not, sh- I'm not sure. I don't sure. think so. Yeah. I, I was wondering about that. I don't that. know. But the, but the area, I mean, the the area around Doylestown and New Hope is really mm-hmm. known for this creative community, not just in the visual arts, which is actually what the Michener Art Museum really collects, of course, but um, in, you know, writing and theater and music. And right. it's, it's um, a lot of, a lot of really important artists settled in the area and, you know, put down roots here. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's an important history. It is. He's made a, big mark here in, in Bucks County in Doylestown. He's just an mm-hmm. amazing person and if, if nobody has ever heard of him and they're listening right mm-hmm. now, just check you know, check all the information out you can, research Go definitely mm-hmm. go to your website because that has so much material there and um, they can mm-hmm. learn all about Mishner 
and what he really stood for and and being part of you are so responsible for all the works there for everything that you do you're making it happening for all these hundreds of thousands of people to enjoy his work and everything he stood for so it's mm-hmm. amazing what you're able to accomplish. How did you come about uh, getting involved with Missioner? Because you you actually worked down in Philadelphia. Um, was it Barnes mm-hmm. Foundation? You were at the Barnes Foundation, yes. right? And mm-hmm. you were at Harvard, I believe. You were at a yes. really amazing background. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I, uh, well, first of all, I grew up in the area. I grew up in Chatsford, actually, um, in Delaware County. And... Um, I went to school. I got my PhD at Temple University in Philadelphia. So I have I have kind of deep connections to the mm-hmm. area, and I always wanted to um, stay in the area too. Um, so I've prior to coming to the Michener, I you know I finished my PhD a few years ago and um, was working at different museums on the East Coast in these um, temporary positions. So I was at Princeton Art Museum uh, for a year. Harvard Art Museums, and then also at the Barnes Foundation. Um, but what I was really looking for was uh, a museum where I could dig into the collection mm-hmm. in a way and um, uh, really c- kind of contribute some new scholarship and new thinking about. Um, and since I have studied, you know, my own research art from the area, um, even though I actually I specialize in the 19th century, so 19th century American art. Um, but it was, but it was like Philadelphia art history. Yes. Um, and so the Michener's collection was very appealing to me. Um, I have always been interested in connections between art and the environment. And the Michener is known for its collection of landscape paintings, mm-hmm. um, that were, you know, by the Pennsylvania impressionist that were oh, made gorgeous. Yeah. in the early 20th century by artists who had settled mm-hmm. in the New Hope area. Um, and I, you know, that was, that was appealing to me. I wanted to work with that collection and also, um, What's exciting about working at the Michener's, I get to kind of dabble in other areas too. Um, since since I'm the um, only curator at the museum right now, so I also get to work with contemporary art. So I get to work with artists, which is exciting to me. Very um, fortunate. We, You're very lucky yeah. to be in that position. Uh-huh. I'm sure there's many people a, would love to have your job right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 really wonderful. Um, mm. And also, this, we have a great collection of studio craft. Mm-hmm. So furniture and metalwork, um, frames that were made in the area um, in the 20th and you know century and and contemporary as well. And I was excited about that material. It's amazing, and I, you know, yeah. It's, it's yeah, and it's just great. I love I love small institutions or smaller institutions like the Michener mm-hmm. that are really um, built by the community for the community. Um, and it was. So that was that was an exciting opportunity for me. Yeah, it's a very strong knit community here. Everybody is very supportive of all their businesses. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to see everybody survive here, especially right now during this crisis. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many people out there that they're trying to support the restaurants. They want to support the museums. They want to make sure that everybody survives during this time. Right. And a mm-hmm. lot of people are fearing that this could go longer than anticipated. Uh, we right. hope not, but we really don't see, really don't know what's going to happen in the, in the next few months. So mm-hmm. we want to support you and all the people that are listening out here today. You know, if there's any way they could support you, what would you tell them they could do? Could they mm-hmm. make donations to your Of museum? course, yeah. Make what a way? donation. And one, I think one of the easiest ways um, and also beneficial 
um, to the to your viewers too is to is to become a member of the museum. I mean, that's that's a huge way to support us, and then also you get there. Our memberships are very reasonably priced, and you get the benefit too of being able to you know participate and special members only programs that we have at the Michener. We have we've had some really exciting virtual members only programs recently while we're closed. Um, and then when we are reopened, you can come visit whenever you want. Um, okay. And I, you know, I, I personally, I like to become members, a member of whatever, you know, art institution I like mm -hmm. to visit. Um, it's, it's just a good way to show your support. Okay. So um, we definitely will, yeah. we want people to get in there and go online, sign up, become a member, and they'll have mm -hmm. some, you know, special passes that they can see like other ones that are not members. They have these mm -hmm. virtual experiences that they might not have uh, an opportunity before. So that's yes. a good thing. So tell me more about, uh, so Brittany explained to me about this. I believe it's a photo contest you're having. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that and how people can um, submit all their photos and, you know, what's mm -hmm. the, what's the process? Yeah. So it's called um, Essential Work 2020, a community portrait is the name of this project. And um, it, it really came about because like a lot of institutions, um, we at the Michener this year were wondering how we could respond or be engaged with, with the events that have been happening um, this year, both around the pandemic and then, you know, issues, of course, around social justice. Mm -hmm. um, and we wanted to find a way to connect with our community during this challenging time. So we were thinking, you know, how can we do this through um, an exhibition? And um, I had also have also been interested in these phrases that have been entering our language this year. So mm -hmm. things like social distancing and stay at home and then also essential work, which to me could be interpreted in a variety of ways. And mm -hmm. I think most people, you know, there's been a lot of debate, like what is essential work? Who's an essential worker? Um, what does that mean? Right. Um, and so what we are asking um, is for people in the community. So when, our, when we say community for the Michener, we really mean Bucks County, Philadelphia, the greater Delaware Valley. Okay. Um, we're asking what, what does essential work mean to you? Um, and to have you show us through images. Um, and these can just be um, cell phone photos. You don't have to be a professional photographer, but we're accepting submissions um, through our website right now. If you go to our exhibition webpage and click on essential work, you'll see a button that'll lead you to our submission webpage. Um, people can submit up to three photos okay. to provide a description. And then, um, so that submission page will be open until January 15th. Okay, and you haven't going for a little while yet. Okay. Yes. And then I and um, some other um, community and cultural leaders from the area will select about 20 or 25 images that we're going to put on display. Wow and an exhibition um, that will be oh. open uh, in March, March 19th until oh, July fantastic. 11th, oh, 2021. Say you, you get somebody that, you know, somebody local here in Bucks County yeah. gets their photo picked and they'll actually have that on display. Oh my yeah, gosh, it'll that be, be on exciting. And, I, I, and we're, I mean, we've already gotten some really great submissions. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a wonderful, a wonderful exhibition. And, and if we get, a huge response. Um, we're going to find ways to, to share some of the other images that might okay. not be selected, you know, either through our website or we're, we're talking about doing some kind of a projection. Like we're, mm. you know, we're, we're really kind of um, all fired up about this project and um, hope we get a lot of good I interest in it. I think you will. I think you will. Like I said, as long as we keep sharing your information out there, it's all about, because everything is, well, everything's on social media. When I, exactly, do these, yeah. when I do these podcasts, 
They go mm-hmm. everywhere. It's on TikTok. It's Snapchat. It's on Pinterest. It's on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. It's on everything. So people see them. That's why they get thousands and tens of thousands of views. Because mm-hmm. all of a sudden, yeah. like, people are like, wow, you know, I didn't know that missioner was having that. And then all of a sudden, you might get more submissions coming in because of this. You know, I get yeah, people been, yeah. call or email and say, you know, well, what, how do I do this? How do, you know, what do I do to help? And that's one mm-hmm. of the things I got involved with this podcast so I can help other businesses here in Bucks County and beyond. I've gotten people mm-hmm. from New York and New Jersey, California even, you know, that were original Bucks County residents. What can I do to help? I, I can yeah, come on. That's great. Yeah. It just, mm-hmm. they, people are just kind of reaching out in different ways. And this is one way of getting your word out. You know, mm-hmm. podcasting has become uh, a really big thing over the pandemic because people are home and they don't know what else to do. They've got their yeah. kids, they got their work. So this is a release and a way of getting on a show. I'm, and they're like, I've never done that before. I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not mm-hmm. in front of a camera. You're not yeah. in front of a TV, right? You're mm-hmm. not doing a live stream. You're not on Facebook Live. You're not any of that. You are on a radio show, kind of, right? And you yep. just get broadcast out there to hundreds of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you yeah, say it, no, people like, wait a minute, how many people? People <laughs> kind of panic. It's, like, it's not just a small group of people. It's 100,000, 200,000 or more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So your voice is heard. And it, and it goes on a radio show. And it, gets, it can get transcribed into a foreign language, into an audio file. So that it's mm-hmm. put into Spanish, French, German, anything. I did yeah. that, and I didn't realize how big of a response it would get is putting into another language. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can take this well, podcast today for Mercer, mm-hmm. and I can throw it into Spanish and French, and next thing you know, you've got listeners and people responding from different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredible. It's crazy. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, That's where artificial intelligence is your friend. <laughs> it comes uh-huh. in handy. It really does. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, so you're happy that you are taking care of the museum. You're doing a fantastic mm-hmm. job. Um, you're helping so many people out there in a, in a crazy time being able to mm-hmm. see these shows. You mm-hmm. know? So what do you do for your, I, I know it must be a ton of work. So what do you do for your downtime during, during this crisis? You're working mm-hmm. hard. You're helping Mercer out. But what do you do Mitchell. for... Yeah, Mr. Sorry about that. It's very, it's very easy. We get confused all the time. Yeah, why did I? You know, why, I might have to go back and check that. Make sure I didn't say. I, did, I, did I say Mercer? I was thinking Mercer. Why was I thinking Mercer and say Mishner? So I will fix that to do some no editing here. Uh, so what do you do on your downtime to relieve some of the stress that you might be having um, from working right. so much? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've got two young kids. Um, and so honestly, I feel like any downtime I have from work, I'm spending it with them. Uh, but they're a lot of fun right now, and especially around the holidays. Uh, so, you know, we're we're all decorated and <laughs> yes. we like to go out and look at look at Christmas lights. Christmas and, lights, yeah. Um, you know, any kind of like outdoor thing that we can do with them is really yeah. great. Um that's great. Yeah, that's great. It's. I feel like that's all my time. Unfortunately, yeah, right I, I now, get, right I guess, now, I like to, you know. Yeah, sure. I am. Did you have? Um, I, I guess like you had the museum. I'm assuming you had the museum all decorated for Christmas. For the holidays. Right. Well, you know, we don't we don't go as all out for the holidays as some other institutions do. Although there had there were some conversations about doing 
doing something this year. I think we'll probably do something next year okay. um, because we haven't done as much of that in the past. It would be nice to do more yeah. kind of a holiday celebration um, visually at the Michener. So stay tuned for next year's plan. We we hope that next year is going to be so <laughs> different. Yeah. And everybody we all hope will that. be back, even though it will be a new normal. I guess you can call it a new normal. But hopefully things will come back to at least somewhat of normalcy. It's right. going to be hard to say, you know, what we're going to see. You know, this winter is going to be a little tough. And I just hope that we all survive. I hope the businesses do survive out here in Bucks County because it's yeah, it's too. tough. I know some of the restaurants never opened back up. I know some places closed. They just never opened. And now with this new closing as of Friday, uh, we just hope that more can survive. We really do. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Especially during... It's so hard. It's during the holiday time. And it's just... It's hurtful for so many people. I know this is a this is a big visitor time. It um, is sure it is us, you know, over the holidays. Yeah. Although to be honest, you know, we weren't. I think our visitor, our, our visitor numbers have been down just in general because people, you know, people just aren't going out mm-hmm. like they used to and doing things. So it's you know either way it would be. Well, let's get some the closure or not. I think it would be a tough time. Let's get you some support out there. Let's get you yeah. get you edited and get it published <laughs> and get those links out there and get it out all on the media. And let's see Sounds if we good. can generate a little bit more you know, people visiting, getting some more memberships. Mm-hmm. Um, any other yeah. way they can help? It, it's everything is on your website, and I just hope it it really helps you. I, yeah, I really do. I was mm-hmm. just so happy that you were able to come on because I know your time is very, it's very difficult to get a hold of you because of everything that you do. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm happy to, happy to do this. I'm always, yeah. I always love talking about my work and the museum and exhibitions we have on and coming up. So, well, anytime. I hope you're here to stay for a long time because you're doing yeah, a too. wonderful job and you love Thank what you. you do and you love the museum. I just hope that you don't go, don't go back to Barnes foundation. Don't go anywhere <laughs> else. Just stay right here in Bucks County and take care of us. All, okay. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> all right. It was great talking to you and I want you to be safe be healthy out there. And we hope to see you in the museum soon. Uh, and yeah. not in the next summer or winter. <laughs> Hopefully it's going to be very soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope so. All right. Okay. Enjoy your, your holiday. Enjoy your Christmas and take care of yourself. Okay. All right. Thanks. You too, Martha. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bucks County. I have been so happy that Laura Igo from the Mishner Art Museum was here today speaking with us of everything that she's done, everything that is there at the museum, and what is going on with this COVID, this pandemic, and how it really has affected the uh, museum in in Bucks County. So I I am so overwhelmed that this outpouring of Bucks County residents and beyond has really come to me and really wants this material from all the businesses all across here in Bucks County and beyond. I am just, I just feel so happy that I'm able to help these people out here. No matter what business you're in, no matter what industry, we are here to spread your voice. You get on the show, let's talk, 
and we will get you out there so you're heard amongst you know the United States, amongst other countries, and and all the links are in there. And I'm so fortunate for this opportunity. If it were not for this pandemic, I wouldn't have interviewed Laura. I wouldn't have interviewed so many more people that have been on my shows. So Laura, thank you so much for being here. And uh, just remember that she is the curator of the American art there in the Missioner Art Museum. She specializes in American art and material culture of the long 19th century. And she's had many, many cultural positions. Um, She's been at Harvard Art Museum, Princeton University Art Museum, um, the Philadelphia Museum Art. So she has had such experience, such a background and you know, it'd be great that you could re- just reach out to her, talk to her. Um, they are doing so many things virtually. You can still see shows um, with this lockdown that we have currently. I don't know if it's going to go longer. We hope not. But if it does, you still can view the exhibits online. If you become a member, you're entitled to even more, more of the exhibits online. So everyone here in Bucks County, thank you for listening to Bucks County Bites. I do hope that you continue to follow, to subscribe, to share this content, to share this podcast. I am working on putting some of these other podcasts into other languages. Currently, I am working on a Filipino piece, and that should be done shortly. And I do apologize that I am behind schedule um, I I am behind a couple weeks due to a very good reason. Uh, as of December 21st, this past week, I lost my beloved Hercules. So I apologize to Lara. I apologize to Brooke, who is also going to be have a podcast coming up in a, a couple days here, getting everything done. And I, I do have a couple more shows in the works right before the New Year's, Um, but I do apologize for all the delays. And yes, Hercules is going to have his own podcast. He's going to have a couple books, and they will be published. Lots to come. So stay tuned for all this coming into the new year. We will be having these new podcasts. Uh, I have so many people lined up, so just stay tuned with Bucks County. I am here to listen, to share your stories, to get you out there, get you heard, get you seen, to get you help. This is helping the businesses financially, being seen in this pandemic, in this crisis. We all need each other, so stay tuned. Talk soon. This is Bucks County. Bites over and out.